So the Baal Shem Tov really had a very deep affection for just the simple person, the simple layman. And everybody knew it. Everybody knew that it was a major, it was a major factor of his movement, that he, he didn't really care about, I mean, not care, but he, he was more um, prone to having compassion to the simple layman. And a lot of his students, a lot of his disciples really couldn't understand. They couldn't relate to it. They couldn't understand it. And it was very hard for them. And so it was, it was his tradition that he would have a lot of guests on Shabbat and he would have three meals. And the first meal and the third meal, he would have everyone come, his students, guests, everyone. But the second meal in, on Saturday afternoon was reserved only for his students, the, the inner circle, his learned students. And guests weren't admitted and they couldn't even, you know, sit on the outskirts and watch. And one summer between 1753, 1755, somewhere in the 1750s, when the circle of his students were very, very renowned men, very, very big Kabbalists, like the Magid of Mezrich, who we're going to talk about, something happened that confused the students completely. So that Shabbat, there were a large amount of people, a large amount of guests, um, including many farmers, simpletons, cobblers, tailors, gardeners, everyone, everyone came to enjoy. And at that Friday evening, the Baal Shem Tov showed extraordinary affection for these people. He poured them his wine and he gave them from his food and he made sure that they had enough and he would, you know, get up and make sure everybody had everything. He was really going out of his way to make sure that everybody was happy. Now the guests knew that they couldn't attend the second meal on Saturday afternoon and that that was reserved for just the inner circle. So after they were done in the morning, they went to the Baal Shem Tov's synagogue and being totally uneducated, not learned, they just sat down and they started reading. They started reading the prayer books to themselves and they started chanting the book of Psalms. That was the easiest thing that they could do. So when the Baal Shem Tov sat at the table for his second meal with his students, with these great learned Kabbalists, um, he started teaching words of wisdom, Kabbalistic teachings. And all of his students felt this tremendous light and they were just so immersed in the teaching of their teacher. And it was customary that they sing at the table. And when they saw that the Baal Shem Tov was in such a good mood, they were even happier. And they were so appreciative that they could be there and that they could be part of this inner circle. And so several of them were thinking to themselves, you know, this is so great that we can sit just ourselves with the Baal Shem Tov and really get deep into these teachings. It's so great that we don't have everybody else, those people who don't understand everything, because then we can't go into the deep studies. All of a sudden, while these students are having these thoughts, the Baal Shem Tov's expression changed. He became very serious and he sh his mood shifted and he didn't speak. And then all of a sudden, he said, you know, there are two kinds of people that the angels above look at, that the Creator looks at. There are the ones that are perfect saints and then there are the ones that 
try and change themselves, try and come back to the Creator, try and really be elevated. And the service of these small, simple people in their humility is so important. And then the Baal Shem Tov started singing again. And then those students who were thinking those thoughts realized that the Baal Shem Tov was reading their mind. So there was a song about cleaving to the Creator, and when they finished singing, the Baal Shem Tov opens his eyes and he starts looking at each of his students. And then he tells them to each place their right hand on the shoulder of his neighbor, and so that the disciples sitting around the table would be in a circle and would be joined. And the Baal Shem Tov was at the head, and he makes sure that they're all putting their hands on each other, and then he puts his hand on the two students that were sitting on them, completing the circle. And suddenly the students, nobody's singing, nobody's saying anything. He's asking everybody to close their eyes so they can't see, and nobody's saying anything. And suddenly they hear different melodies. One of them hears something from the Book of Psalms, something like a cry out to the Master of the Universe, and the other one here is, test me, God, you know, prove me, purify my heart. And the third one is hearing, be gracious to me, and I'll trust you. And they each are hearing something, but no one is saying anything. And this is going on and on and on. And then the students, while they're hearing these songs, their eyes are shut, but tears are coming down their eyes. Tears are coming down their cheeks and their hearts are broken and they're hearing these songs and, and they don't know what to do. Then the Baal Shem Tov removes his hands from his two students and then the group doesn't hear the songs anymore. And he tells them to open his eyes. And he tells them, you know what? Sing a couple of songs. Let's sing some songs together. When the Baal Shem Tov stopped singing, there was quiet. And he sat in deep thought and then he looked up and he said, you know, the songs you heard were songs of the simple people saying psalms with sincerity from their heart and with simple faith. And he says, now my students, think carefully because you need to recognize what truth is and feel truth and are, you need to be affected by truth and consider how God, who is perfect, has mercy over these simple people. And again, it's the theme of simplicity. It's the theme of you don't have to be learned, you don't have to be special, you don't have to be anything to be able to connect to the Creator, to be able to pray. Thank you.